I understand how the game of tennis is played. I guess I meant, what's your overall strategy? Yeah, yeah, indubitably. something and you're like well look i mean that's you see that's a crazy one like wow that is so brutal you you expect something like that to happen like maybe um like once every blue moon you know once every fortnight like maybe once every couple tournaments so like maybe once a month once every three weeks let's let's call it once every two weeks let's say twice a month uh say what is this what is this you're talking about I mean, just just like one of those things, like you just look at it, be like, "Wow, this match right here, like what I saw here, the like just this sequence, that's that's insane." Oh, like no, like in like the wow, like this is unbelievable. This is wow. This this must be so brutal for some betters. What what I what I just saw right here. Uh, you know what I mean? You expect to see that like. Uh, we we called it once every two weeks, so like twice a month, so like um, once every two tournaments, okay? You don't expect to see it six times in one day. You don't. You just don't. Uh huh. You <laughs> you just absolutely do not expect to see shit like that. Forget once a tournament. Forget once a week. Forget once a day. You don't expect to see that six times in one day. You just don't. Uh, yeah, you just absolutely don't. Okay, well, safe. Uh, I'm really interested to hear now. Uh, what matches are you talking about? I'm gonna start way back from the beginning. Um, not this week, so not a tournament this week. Uh, there were four last week. Um, the first one was Senyakovo, uh, Kosiereto. Nothing more needs to be said there. If if you don't know what I'm talking about, you can uh, Use Google, use your app, whatever, and just go and, and check out the score sequence. And by the way, this is one of those things where uh, watching the match, uh, it doesn't matter. All you have to do is have an app with Google that that, tell, that shows you a uh, uh, score sequence. Like holds and breaks, like like uh, breaks down service games. doesn't just give you final score like Google. I don't know if Google can tell you... Um, uh, you know, like it was 4-0 and then lost 4-6, you know what I mean? Uh, use one of your apps. I'm sure all of us, us, all of us tennis betters, we have our apps. Uh, the first one was Sinyakova Kosiareto last week. Okay, I believe that was on a Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, quarter might have been a second round or a quarter final last week in Budapest. The second one was Anna Bondar semi final on a Saturday. Against Bernardo Pera. That was the second one. Uh, the third and fourth ones were both finals last week. Uh, so Krunic against Pera. And then... What was the other final? Danilovic versus Petro Martic. Those were the four from last week. On to this week then. On a Monday. So this was yesterday, okay? I mean, I really gotta take a, really gotta take a deep breath. Okay, so I just had to sit down, uh, get a glass of water, 
Uh, let's talk about yesterday. On a Monday, this is what happened. I'm not going to talk about the matches. I'm just going to give you the brutal ones. And then we'll go through the, the, the matches like we usually do and, and recap the entirety uh, of round one, uh, which were uh, Monday, uh, Monday, Tuesday. And we're going to look at the draw. We're going to look at round two, uh, what round two looks like, what the rest of the draw looks like in both tournaments. And then we're going to look at tomorrow's matches. Okay. So yesterday on a Monday, before we start breaking down the matches and, and doing a proper preview, I'm just going to continue the list. So we had four last week, right? Siniakova, Kosiareto, Bondar, Pera, Krunic, Pera, um, the Olga Danilovic, Petro Martic. <clears throat> yesterday in Hamburg, uh, Misaki Doi, Selech Meteva added to the list. Petterson versus Kozlova Bendel added to the list. Eva Lise. Versus Maria Lourdes Carle, add that to the list. Nastasia Schunk versus Alexandra Sasnovich, add that to the list. That's just Hamburg. Palermo, Anna Bogdan versus Sara Suribes Tormo, add that to the list. I cannot believe it. Masarova versus uh, Shuai Zhang, the Zhang Banger, add that to the list. Jasmine Paulini, oh my god, Jasmine Paulini versus Shmidlova, add that to the list. So yesterday there was one, two, three, four, five. Eight of these matches in one day and two tournaments. Uh, one day and two tournaments. There were eight brutal, I'm, I'm saying brutal sequences. That was just Monday, by the way. We didn't do today yet. Okay. Uh, and this, by the way, today as well included, that just constitutes one round of tennis. One round. Uh, 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 I mean, uh, in an ideal world, you expect to see shit like this happen uh, once every, let's say, like 16 rounds of tennis. Okay. Uh, this was all in, in one round, eight in one day. Uh, do you hear what I'm saying? I mean, there were four last week spread across four days, and that was just brutal for, for, for me, still. I mean, four and four days, that averages, uh, it happens every day, like like once a day, that's, that's, that is incredible. Eight in one day? <laughs> I mean, at, at this rate, uh, if we get five days uh, of tennis, uh, of, of, of this much tennis a day, that's 40 of these matches in five days. Do you, not, do you not think that's incredible? I mean, we'll talk about these matches later. Not in great depth, because I really could get a heart attack, really, truly. Um, but, but let's go to the Tuesday. Let's go to today, see what happened today, right? Phew. Julie Nemo versus Zuger. No, not that crazy of a one, but sure. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, Annette Contevate versus Irina Maria Barrow. Add that to the list. Krejikova versus Magdalena Frick. Add that to the list. Clara Burel versus Anna Bondar. Add that to the list. Uh, Shiyu Wang versus Bronzetti. Add that to the list. Oh my god. Caroline Garcia. My god. My god. Versus Chloe Paquet, my God! And Diane Perry versus Lauren Davis, add that to the list. Uh, look, um, 
I don't know what's going on. We talked about, I mean, this time of year, nobody really is worried about clay 250s in Europe. Uh, Nick Kyrgios said something about it. Uh, I mean, he honestly made a very good point. Uh, after Wimbledon, uh, after the French Open and Wimbledon, uh, it's obviously, excuse me, all eyes on the U.S. Open, right? Uh, they have uh, something called the U.S. Open Series, uh, the North American uh, Hardcourt Swing. Uh, Toronto, Montreal, San Jose, Cincinnati, D.C., all, all that, uh, obviously in North America on a hard court leading up to the U.S. Open. So these, um, and look, the ATP is playing them too. These little uh, 250s on clay in Europe, I, I don't understand. Um, obviously, all the girls that are attending here, I can't speak for the men, all the girls that are attending here are either no-names or they're, they're, they're top players uh, th that need these matches. Contevate uh, Krejcikova, Bencic, Daniel Collins. So, I mean, it's really nothing to play for here other than, than just if you're an honest player who just wants to play tennis, uh, win, you know, get some points, and and that's it. Some players are playing really well and, and trying their hardest and making the most of this opportunity, such as, for example, uh, Bernarda Pera, Petra Marcic, uh, Olga Danilovic, uh, Krunic was doing that. Um, but I, I mean, we, we can't say that none of these girls care because most of the ones here, there are no names, and for them, this is like a slam. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure that, like, other than, you know, the, the, the top players that I just mentioned, I mentioned Kontavate, Bencic, Collins, Krejcikova, I mean, in a, if we're being honest, none of these girls have uh, U.S. Open aspirations. Or even Cincinnati, Montreal, Toronto, uh, D.C., Chicago, Cleveland uh, aspirations. If we're being honest, right? So, like, why are the matches like this? Uh, is, is, is Clay just like this? Like, why? No, really. Why is this happening? And look, this is not a rhetorical question. I'm really looking for an answer, and... Uh, I don't. I really don't have one. I don't know why this is happening. Truly. Um, some of these score sequences, uh, like I don't know. I don't understand. And and again, I'm not. I'm. I I could sit here and talk about like why does this shit not go away? We expect this to happen fifty fifty. This is called the you know the law of averages variance. Sometimes it goes your way. Sometimes it doesn't. Fifty fifty. Even if it's like fifty five forty five. You know law of averages. Da 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 da. Sample size things like that. I've accepted uh, seventy thirty. Seventy percent of the time it goes against me. That's fine. Thirty percent of the time it goes my way. I'm okay with that. Okay, but not 99 to 1. Uh, this, uh, this is not, um, uh, it's not fair, right? Maybe I'm biased. Maybe I only remember the, the shit ones. And when it does, in fact, go our way, I, I, it tends to slip my mind or I don't bring it up. Maybe, maybe. But no, really, uh, it's, it's unbelievable. It's incredible. Uh, and unfortunately, it's not fun. Like, uh, betting, watching, um... Just following, this is not fun. Really, 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 it's not fun. A 3-0 lead for us means absolutely nothing, but if we're 3-0 down, we stand no chance. How? Like, seriously, how? If I'm up 3-0, I'm actually scared. Like, I'm terrified. Because now I know we're going to lose. You know what I mean? If, if, if our player is up 3-0, we're fucked. 
I mean, we're up 3-0. You know, you know what's coming. You know exactly what's about to happen. This 3-0 is 3-3 like this, and then your opponent's serving for the set. But if we're down 3-0, that's 6-2, 6-1, or 6-love. No other option. We stand no chance of a recovery or any kind of comeback. And forget being down a set. I mean, being down a set, your match is over. Uh, you rip your ticket, it's on to the next. But if you're up a set, please stay glued to your TV. This is not over. Okay, it's best of three. But uh, when you're down a set, it's only best of one. That's it, it's a wrap. Why? Uh, how, how can we shake off this feeling of just helplessness? How? Like, like, am I being unreasonable? I don't know. Really? I don't know. I don't think I am. I don't think I'm being unreasonable at all. This isn't fun. Um, it's not enjoyable. Uh, it doesn't make sense. Uh, it's just not a good time. But... I'm not going to stop, are we? I mean, I'm not going to stop. I'll, I'll, uh, the reasons why I'm not going to stop, like, I'm not going to say them. But, I mean, hopefully things will change, right? I mean, it can, uh, things will change, eventually come our way, and, and things will maybe come back to earth a little bit, start to make sense a little bit more, hopefully. Um, so, yeah, on that note, let's uh, let's sort of, since that's out of my system now, that's all the, the negative shit. Um, only took 14 minutes. Uh, but now we can, uh, you know, resume, talk about the um, the matches and, and try to be positive or maybe objective. Um, just say it how it is. Even if it was bad, it's fine. It's the truth. Uh, it's not negative if it's the truth. Um, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, yeah. And then we'll, and then it's on to tomorrow, as, as it always is. And, uh, you know, we'll be positive. Good vibes. I know I'm lying to myself. Uh, you know, just to convince myself that things will be okay, but it's fine. Uh, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. All right. Look, I just want to emphasize that uh, now when I pr preview these matches properly, like we usually do, um, uh, I'm intentionally being, um, not being, I'm, I'm intentionally preventing myself from being negative or, or saying anything bad, I guess. So just keep that in mind, okay? Because uh, honestly, talking about some of these matches, like maybe some of the ones that I added to the list, um, I I shouldn't be nice or 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 not negative. You know what I mean? But you know, like I said, uh, that's all out the way now. So now we're gonna talk with a much uh, nicer, uh, more more positive, soothing uh, sort of voice, uh, and not be angry or anything like that. We'll just. Um, We'll just talk about the matches as if we're a robot or something. As if I'm someone on TV or a journalist, okay? So the way that I'm going to do this is, uh, this is, um, I'm not going to go by the order of the matches that were played from Monday and Tuesday. Um, the way I'm going to do it, since th we're going to preview the entirety of round one for both tournaments, I'm going to do it by the draw. So, so b um, starting from the top of the draw, first in Hamburg to the bottom, um, and that, that'll also sort of be like a two birds, one stone thing. We can look at the draw, um, see who plays who. We'll, we'll do all that uh, at once. We'll see how that goes, okay?
So starting with Hamburg then, at the top of the draw, Annette Contevate. Now remember, I am not going to be negative. Okay, I'm not going to say anything. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm going to say I'm going to say something, but I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say anything. Okay? Annette Contevate uh, played against Irina Maria Barra. Uh, one of the worst players on tour, Irina Maria Barra. Look, this is not being being negative. This is a fact. Okay, it's just how it is. Irina Maria Barra, and uh, as far as main draws go, WTA main draws, so two fifty and above. Uh, she's one of the worst players uh, on tour. <coughs> uh, she's one of the worst players that plays in in these sort of tournaments all year. Okay, and that's a fact. And that's cultivate. Annette Contevate led 5-2 uh, and served for the first set at 5-2, got broke, and then broke for the set 6-3. Uh, Annette Contevate then in the second set, uh, after being up a set, uh, led 3-1 and was serving for 4-1, uh, got broke, and then got held, and then at 3-3 got broke, and then got held. So from 3-1, serving for 4-1, in the second set, Annette Contevate... The number one seed, by the way, uh, went from three one to three five. Uh, but uh, but I mean, uh, <coughs> this is really hard, by the way. Um, I mean, because obviously she's playing one of the worst players on tour. Uh, she did she did enough to bring it back to five five. I actually got broke again. Uh, Barra served for the set again. Uh, got broke again. I mean, look, one of the worst players on tour, right? Uh, and eventually, Contevate took it in a tiebreak, 6-3-7-6. There was like a 20-minute min period in the match where Annette Contevate looked like herself. Uh, what does that mean? Annette Contevate, like, for, for there was a good sort of 25-minute 20, window where you could say, Annette Contevate is back. Uh, she's playing tennis again. The thing is, though, and, and look, I'm, I'm, you know, it's not negative if it's true. That 20-25 minute period of, of Annette Contevate looking good was followed by another 20-25 to 25 minute period where she looked absolutely horrible, uh, disastrous. It looked for a good 20-25 minutes that these were both the worst players on tour. And it was kind of crazy because Annette Contevate being Annette Contevate, we know, we know who Annette Contevate is, what Annette Contevate does what she's capable of, what she did, you know, and uh, Irina Maria Barra, most people are aware that, you know, one of the worst players on tour. I don't care if it's Clay. Uh, the crazy thing is, like, a, like a, when, you, when, when you're that good and, and you're playing that good and you're up 6-3, 3-1, you don't expect 20 minutes of bullshit. You... Uh, you know what I mean? Like if if you're if you were struggling to begin with, then I get it. If your opponent is playing great, I don't get it. If you're catching up uh, on the scoreboard, like score wise, I get it. If you're up six three three one and you have been playing unbelievably well for a good twenty minutes, how do you follow that with uh, another twenty minutes where as good as you looked, you look as like as bad. You know what I mean? Like like. Think of how good she was. She was the same amount of, of good she was. She was bad. Uh, uh, let's move on from this. Annette Contivate, the number one seed, is through to the second round with a straight sets win, 6-3, 7-6, over one of the worst players on tour, Irina Maria Barra. 
Uh, Rebecca Peterson, <laughs> and here's another one, one of the worst players on tour. Yesterday beat uh, lucky loser Katarina kozlova Bendel, uh 6-3, 6-love. Uh, here's, here's an interesting one. This is why I added this match uh, to the list. Uh, if you remember, the, this 100% needs to be on the list of just brutal, unreal sequences and just things that you see happen on a tennis court that you don't really expect to see more than, you know, like we said, once every two weeks, okay? Uh, so what Kozlova did... Uh, she uh, Patterson uh, served uh, to to get the to get the play underway. Patterson served first. Kozlova broke her to to start the match. So Kozlova was up one love. And had the ball in her hands, serving, at one love. She got broke. So the match started with uh, an exchange of breaks. You know, you broke my serve, I broke your serve, or you or I broke your serve, and then you broke my serve. From Kozlova's perspective. What Kozlova did for the remainder of the match, she punished herself. She said, oh, you dumb, stupid <coughs> B-word. I can't believe uh, you just did that. Oh, okay. So, oh, so you're going to get broke like that? All right, watch this. Gets broke again. 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 I mean, look, Peterson was not better. Kozlova wasn't bad. I mean, she was. But... Uh, but if she she was punishing herself, I don't know how to explain it. She punished herself for getting broke after, you know, she punished herself for not being able to consolidate her her her, her break of serve, which was the opening uh, service game of the match. Uh, she was returning. She broke and she wasn't able to capitalize and, and, and get that quick 2-0 lead. She actually punished herself. She said, no, 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 I'm not going to win. I'm not going to win no more games. I have to punish myself for what I did. How does that even make sense? I don't know, really, but that's exactly what happened. By the way, this is very common. doesn't happen all the time, but here, 100%, that's what happened. Look, guys, we're just two matches in, and those were two brutal uh, sequences. And look, this third one is, is the same. I mean, the, uh, wow, this this is going to be a long episode, I'm telling you, man. Um, um. Okay, Misaki Doi versus Oksana Selkmateva. If you remember, we sort of highlighted this when the draw was released in Hamburg. Uh, at the time, we just had Misaki Doi qualifier first round. We didn't know who the uh, qualifier was. We said, whoever uh, Misaki Doi gets, uh, we're taking her. We're taking the her opponent. We're going to fade Misaki Doi in the first round. Doesn't matter which qualifier it is. We're going to send it. Misaki Doi's. Misaki Doi is one of the worst players on tour. Piece of garbage. Horrible form. Can't play tennis at the moment. N not even playing tennis at the moment. Misaki Doi. Uh, but it was Selah Miteva. Selah Miteva has, a, has some hype around her. It was one of the better qualifiers uh, uh, to enter the main draw. Okay. Uh, Selah Miteva was minus five and a half games. So we said, no, we can't really do that. Uh, that's that's not a good bet at all. Obviously, you can't bet Misaki Doi. Uh, you you obviously we we can't bet Misaki Doi here, so we're just gonna let it slide. Um, Oksana Selakhmetevo led four one, and then lost the first set in a tiebreak. Okay, so she was up four one. Uh, with break points, by the way, for five one. Listen to this. She had two. She was up four one, and in her return game. Um, her, you know, she held for 4-1 in her next uh, return game. She had two break points for 5-1. Uh, got held to 40. 
And then God broke. Obviously, if you don't break, you get broke. Um, fuck me. She uh, she got broke for for four three. Had three more break points for five three, but she got held. So it's four four. Eventually, it was on serve the rest of the way. She lost in a tiebreak. Second set, she lost six love. Um. Yeah. I'm not look. I'm not gonna provide any other comment commentary on that. Okay. Magdalena Fret six one first set against Kalinskaya. Kalinskaya retired. We're gonna talk about Magdalena Freck again. By the way, there were some second round matches today. Magdalena Freck played another match. Uh, I promise you, we'll get to that. Um, Misaki Doi also played another match. I promise you, we'll get to that. Oh my God. Petkovic beat Tamara Korpach in the All German Affair six three six three. Nothing to talk about there. Petkovic played another match. We're gonna talk about that as well. Uh, Krejikova beat lucky loser Suzanne Lament 6-2-6-4. We'll talk about that when we get there. As she played another match, we'll talk about that when we get there. Magdalena Freck, we mentioned it, 6-1 retired against Kalinskaya. Eva Liss versus Maria Lourdes Carly. Uh, Eva Liss, wild card at this event. Expectations were high. Last time she played... Uh, on clay in Germany in Stuttgart, she really, really impressed. Uh, came in as a qualifier, won two matches, uh, played against Iga Svantec, uh, and obviously she received the Iga Svantec treatment. Um, so expectations were high here. She was a wild card, straight into the main draw. I don't think that helped. I think a lot of these players, by the way, I think qualify qualifying does help them in a way. Uh, if you're a wild card, that just basically means you get invitations straight into round one of the main draw. Uh, which means you don't get those two or three matches of qualies. Uh, and this is why. I think for, for some of these y younger, lesser players, um, it's good to get experience um, at a venue, know what the courts play like. A lot of these young players, I mean, they haven't really been here before. They don't know what it's like. You know what I mean? So spending like one or two matches on court uh, is good for that reason. You know what I mean? You get uh, that ex experience. You 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 take the environment and you know how the court plays. You know what I mean? And and it's clay as well. Like it's uh, these you know these. I mean practice. I mean obviously you practice on these courts too, but it's not quite the same, is it? And especially if if qualifier and you make it to the main draw, that means you won two matches, and that's a whole added thing. It's confidence. Uh, you know you can play well. You know you can win on the surface in this court. Da 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 da. This this shit helps. Uh, get it. Receiving a wild card, obviously that's the easy way. There's obviously pros and cons to both. Uh, the pro is is that you don't have to worry about playing qualies, you know, in case you lose. Da 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 da. You're straight into the main draw. Okay, and also, uh, which I don't think really applies for younger players, but you can save your legs, uh, and not have to tire yourself out in qualies just to get to the main draw, and then you're in round one. Uh, you know, you can save yourself. But for young players, I don't really think that applies. Andy Murray, Serena Williams, of course, that's uh, that's all that they want. Um, but for the younger players, no, not really. Uh, I think um, they're getting thrown into the deep end, sort of. Evelise, disgusting performance against Maria Lourdes Scarlet. I have a theory. South American players, um, doesn't matter if it's on clay, they can only play in South America. 
I think Bia Haddad Maya proved to be an exception. Obviously, there are, there are going to be one or two uh, exceptions, anomalies, outliers. But generally, I, I think it's safe to say South American players, even if it's on clay, like, look, they're all clay rats. They're all dirt rats. Um, once, I mean, once they leave that continent, they're no longer tennis players. Like Pagosi, uh, Maria Camilla, Osori Serrano, uh, don't uh, forget about it. Forget about it. Okay, and to see an Argentinian like Maria Lourdes Carle uh, come here to Germany, beat Eva Lis in Germany, it's a bit of a crazy one. Especially since Eva Lis was a hundred times a better player and had some incredible momentum going into the third set and just imploded. Just played very piss poor tennis. Uh, really, really disappointing. Potapova beat Grasheva 7-6-6-3. Look, man, Potapova, if she plays hard, she plays well, she can <sighs> She can get something going. She won her first title ever this year on clay. It was actually the first clay tournament of the year on the WTA. It was the 250 in Istanbul. Uh, she won that. Actually, I think the first clay tournament was Charleston, but uh, like it's, it's green clay. But I guess the first red clay tournament in Europe... Or just, I guess, red clay tournament overall in the WTA this year was in Istanbul. And, yeah. Yeah. And Stuttgart, actually. They were the same week. But anyway, Potapova won there. And she sh she was good, man. Uh, she beat some good players who play well on clay. Um, Putinseva, Kudermetova, um, and, and, a, and a bunch of other players on the way there. Uh, if Potapova can get it going, it, it could be very good. And I think she can play well on all surfaces. She just needs to keep the errors down and, and, and stay focused. Okay. Zanevska. One of my favorite players for some reason, just because I feel bad of her feel bad for her. Uh brutal luck and she gets no respect because of her brutal luck, always faces tough players. Uh she got Tomovo, which is obviously not a tough player, but in a in a two fifty on clay, obviously it's also not the easiest game ever. Or match, sorry, but Zanevska did beat her from a set down. Good stuff from Zanevska. Excited to see how she progresses. She plays her se second round match tomorrow. We'll talk about it later. Qualifier, qualifier, Hibino versus Ignatic. Ignatic won in three sets. Krunic versus Sabine Lusicki. Qualifier, not wildcard. You see, it's weird. They, they give, like, the old German girl, they put her in qualies, but the young kids they give them the wild card. You know what I mean? Like, like Sabine Lasicki, I'm sure, would have appreciated if she could have saved her legs and not play two matches and qualies and just come into the first first round. You know what I mean? Like, it's so stupid. That's so stupid. Whereas the two young kids, Eva Lise and Nastasia Schunk, uh, you just sort of throw them into the deep end and they don't get any confidence or or, or an opportunity to, to, to soak the atmosphere in or anything like that. Whereas Sabine Lasicki, the old lady, you let her tire out in qualies. You guys are fucking idiots. I'm telling you, man, German people are so weird. They're so fucking weird, man. Really, truly. It's one of the weirdest, like, people, like, communities, society. It's just weird fucking pe I don't know how they think, man. I don't know how they... This is such a fuck-up. This is a huge fuck-up. My God. Anyway. <clears throat> Yeah, Alexander Krunic followed up her disaster of a final last week in 
Budapest was it with a 6-4-6-2 win against Sabine Lisicki. Uh for me Krunic is dead to me at the moment and, and this doesn't quite do it uh, for me so far uh, she needs to regain my trust and until then I'm not going to bet any of her matches okay uh, so yeah, Nastasia Shank versus Sasnovich. Uh, obviously a lot tougher of an opponent than Eva Lise did. Eva Lise had Maria Lourdes Carle from Argentina. Um, Nastasia Shank on Sasnovich. Obviously a more experienced, uh, higher quality, higher ranked player. But Sasnovich these days, not playing tennis, has no serve. Yet Shank still managed to serve worse than her. And lost 6-1, 6-4. Just zero, like zero... Ability to hold Nastasia Shunk. And on top, like she broke Sasnovich, uh, like I th quite a bit, honestly, but God broke herself even more. Uh, really, really bad. Really bad. Bernardo Pera followed her fantastic win in uh, Budapest with a 6 love, 6 4 win over Elena Gabriela Rus. Para now extends her win streak to six matches. Big Julie Nemo lost to qualifier Zuger in Germany. Hey, here we go. Another look how many German players lost. They all lost. They all fucking lost. The only German player that didn't lose was the only one that played another German player. You see what I mean? That's why they did that. They knew. That, I mean, they, they, oof, wow, exposed right there. They had to pin two Germans against each other just to guarantee they have at least one. Because if they didn't do that, they'd have none. You see why they do that now? That I mean, Petkovic now, she beat the Mano Korpac. She's through to the second round. That's their only hope. She was last year's finalist. Big Julie Nemo. <coughs> All this hype. And da 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 da. Zuger, by the way, was plus 700. She beat Big Julie Nemo in three sets. <sighs> I mean, that's. And the sequence there. So, Zuger won the first set 6 4. Second set, she got bageled. Okay, so she was up 6 4. Love 6. I guess she wasn't up at that point. Uh, going into the third set, it was 6 4. Love 6. Zuger went up 4 1. Try to act funny and, and piss it all away, but eventually close it out 6-4. Really bad for Big Julie Nemo, really bad for all the Germans. Uh, I'm never going to bet a German player in, in Germany again, ever, ever again in my life. Uh, maybe, a, maybe I'll never bet a German player, period, honestly, like ever, ever, ever. Uh, but especially 100% in Germany, never again. And an Italian player in Italy. Maybe Italian player ever, period, ever again. But 100% uh, never an Italian in Italy. 100%, man. 100%. And then finally, um, or I guess not finally. There's two more. Uh, Pigossi versus Ziani. I can't believe this was a first round uh, main draw match. Uh, Pigossi from 1-6 down came back to beat Ziani. And then finally, I love this one. Senyakova followed up her disaster in Budapest, where she did what she did. I'm not going to say what she did. But she followed that up against Cosireto last week in, 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 in Budapest with this right here. Uh, she beat the, the number two seed, Dario Kasatkina, in three sets. And honestly, 
I mean, as bad as Derek Hasatkina is, uh, Sanyakova played really well, I think. Really. Uh, we talked about this. I think this was... Um, this was like one of them early games, right? The, uh, the, uh, was like, I think this was on Saturday, Sunday, right? But anyway. Derek Hasatkina, she uh, came out as gay. Uh, there is a series of videos uploaded on Twitter, YouTube. Um, I'm not gonna share them. I'm not gonna. Sh uh, I'm not gonna tweet them. I'm not gonna DM them to you. Uh, no, thank you for me. With all due respect. Um, but if you're interested, if you'd like to know about it, I'm sure you can. Uh, um, find it on Twitter, YouTube, whatever. Uh, Derek Kaskina came out as gay. She did it with. Uh, some of it was with Andrei Rublev and another one of their friends. Um, but basically, she was like sort of. Uh, it was like a dialogue, like sort of a, a conversation with her friend. Her friend was recording her, a guy. Uh, I don't know if it's her friend or her brother or relative or whatever, or coach, or I don't know. Um, but they seemed really close, and Daria Kasatkina was coming out of his gay, and he was asking her questions like, like, are you worried that you will never be able to go back to Russia again? And uh, are you worried that you will be mistreated? You will lose your house? Something bad will happen? You know, things along those lines. Obviously, uh um obviously people might come after her safety or her livelihood or something like that since she's gay and obviously russia they're very um anti-lgbt i guess um which is really sad and tragic and it's very tough but and I, I must say it's very uh brave of kasatkina to to come out like that um even though i don't support or sort of advocate the methods or the means in which she did i thought it was very uh cringe and pretentious um but that's not for me to say uh but no it's it's really brave for her and i hope she never has to sort of face any sort of consequences because she absolutely shouldn't uh anywhere or, or from anyone um and it's really sad that there are some serious concerns about her safety, her family, her livelihood. Da, 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 da. Uh, that should really not be the case. And that's really, really sad that there even is a conversation to be had about that. You know what I mean? That That is, I think, the saddest part. Uh, but, I mean, good good for Dasha Kasatkina. Honestly, all the best uh, for her, really, truly. So in Hamburg today, we actually also had three uh second round matches played today only three uh, i guess the rest will be played tomorrow and thursday uh but the three third round matches that we had today the first one was petkovic versus masaki doi um obviously masaki doi lost she's a piece of shit player uh even though petkovic is german like it's masaki doi you know what i mean like i said there will be one or two uh exceptions anomalies outliers here and there petkovic beat her six four six three now here's a really good one Magdalena Freck versus Barbora Krejcikova. Uh, this was, uh, I'm not going to say a highly anticipated match, but this was, uh, you know, a pretty good match. Krejcikova um, struggling, looking for form, trying to get her get back into the groove, trying to regain her confidence, her rhythm. Um, and this is this will this can be achieved by stringing a few wins together, right? even if it's in a tournament like this. 
And obviously Magdalena Freck, a capable player, she's showed some signs of life, hope, you know, little moments of brilliance, and this was a, a decent test for both, really. You know what I mean? Magdalena Freck had a dream start. Uh, she raced to a three-love lead. Uh, she held, and then she broke, and then she held. So she excuse me. So she consolidated her break and led three-love. Krejcikova then went on to win every single game after that. Magdalena Frick from three-love up never won a game again. Krejcikova from love three down won the next 12 games, and that's the match. That's 6-3, six 6-love. Six I mean, technically, that's a double bagel. Like, she gave you a three-game head start and beat you six-love, six-love. Uh, I mean, how brutal is that? I mean, what the... Oh, sorry, sorry, wait, what, time out. What the fuck is that? Really, no, tell me. Like, what is... What? Seriously, what is that? I mean, no, really. I mean, how, how much... Uh, what is this? And you know what the craziest, the crazy thing is? It's like people are like sort of getting used to this. Like, like yeah, so like yeah, that happened. Okay, like no, not yeah, okay. Like no, 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 no. Sorry, lo siento mucho. Uh, what the fuck is that? Hold up, you know. Anyway, Krejcikova is through to the quarterfinals. I think those are her first back-to-back -back wins. In a very long time. <laughs> uh, Petkovic is also through to the quarterfinals. Um, the third, second round match uh, of the day. Uh, Senyakova beat Pagosi 6-1-6-1. There we go again. A South American player playing in Europe. Uh, even Senyakova. Uh, you know, I mean, look, Senyakova can, can really do some crazy shit sometimes. As good as she is. You know? Um... But yeah, there it is again. A South American player. Like, Just wa look out for this. I don't know about the men's, but it's probably true too. Just, I mean, people try and group clay like, oh, it's clay. You know what I mean? Like Bogota, uh, Buenos Aires, Rio, uh, uh, all these uh, uh, South Americans. Lima, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what other uh, clay tournaments are there. Montevideo. Um, they all group them as, oh, it's clay. No, 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 no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. South Americans only bet them in South America. It's really simple. It's super simple. Uh, even if it's on clay in Europe, as soon as South Americans leave the continent, forget about it. Forget about it. Okay, it's really simple. It's really, really simple. So there we are. We're up to speed on Hamburg. Um, like I said, Petkovic, Krejcikova, Senyakova are all through to the quarterfinals. Uh, here are our other second round matches. Kontaveit gets Rebecca Pettersson. Look, that's really good. Kontaveit needs uh, these sort of opponents. I mean, yeah, she did struggle against Irina Maria Barra, but it's she still managed to win in straights, uh, even though she, she coughed it up and she choked and she threw a little bit. But it is one of the worst players on tour, you know, Maria Barra. So, like, she needs these confidence-brewing sort of wins. And I think she'll be able to get another one here against Rebecca Pettersson. She, she needs to play these kind of players, really. Um, so that's a second-round match. Um, 
Potapova gets Maria Lourdes Carley. It could have been Eva Lise, and that would have been a really good second round match. A, 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 a spectacle for sure, and, and a decent-ish test uh, for both players. Obviously, Lise playing against a really another young player, another really, really, really good player. And Potapova as well, playing against uh, a player not as good as her, but also the crowd, the sort of the, the environment as well. That would have been an interesting one for sure. But instead we get Potapova versus Maria Lourdes Carle, uh, an Argentinian, or sorry, a South American player. Mm -hmm. Zanevska. Oh, that's, I think that's, it looks like that's going to be my girl for the week, at least here in Hamburg. I think Zanevska is the move. She could be last week's Olga Danilovic. Or sorry, this week's Olga Danilovic. Uh, if you remember last week, Olga Danilovic, finalist in Lausanne. She gets qualifier, Alexandra Kadantu Ignatic, which is really good news for Zanevska. Uh, we're probably going to be betting Zanevska. Alexandra Krunic versus Alexandra Sasnovich. That's going to be a, a pretty good second round match. Uh, we'll talk about the lines when we get there. I don't know what it is at the moment. I usually like to see them with you guys when you know we w when we get to that segment i'm really uh, curious to see what those lines look like um i know i said i'm not gonna bet krunich until she sort of uh, you know regains my trust and and proves proves it to me but uh, i'd play her i'm saying this right now i'd play her if she's like minus 120 or better but the lowest i'm gonna go is minus 120. Bernardo Perro gets Zuger. I mean, look, Bernardo Perro is going to make another quarterfinal. Zuger, the qualifier, beat Julie Nemo. Yeah, whatever. Bernardo Perro is going to play Zuger in the second round. Anson Yakova is through to the quarterfinal. Possibly awaiting Bernardo Perro. Okay. Krejikova is possibly going to be uh, waiting for Potapova. And Petkovic looks like she's going to get Contivate in the quarterfinal. Okay, the other quarterfinal, uh, it's lo looking like it's going to be Zanevska versus either Krunic or Sasnovic, which uh, should be pretty good too. So I think all four of these uh, quarterfinals in Hamburg, Hamburg sorry, <laughs> could be potentially pretty good. Uh, Kontovate Petkovic, Krejikova Potapova, Zanevska Krunic or Zanevska Sasnovic, uh, and Pera Senyakovo. Uh, not bad, not bad, not bad. Let's see. Uh, that is all for Hamburg. Let's talk about Palermo real quick, and then at the end we're gonna we're gonna do our picks and look at the lines and do all that stuff. Okay. Now on to Palermo. We're gonna do the same thing. We're gonna start at the top of the draw, and then we're gonna work our way down. These these are not in order, but let's get into it. I'm gonna try my best to not spend as much time as I did, cause uh, otherwise we could we could be here for for two more hours. Right, but that's not to say, once again, that there is not a lot to say, uh, because there is in some of these matches, just like the one in, in Hamburg, were brutal. I mean, uh, I'll I'll make a note of it when we get there. Okay. <coughs> so at the top of the draw, Martina Trevisan was the number one seed, but she pulled out. So Avanesian versus lucky loser Alves in qualies. Avanesian beat Alves, uh, and today she was acting funny a little bit, uh, but eventually beat her in three sets. Okay, so Avanesian beat uh, this Brazilian girl, by the way, South American player, in um, twice in like three days. 
Bronzetti beat Shiyu Wang, the dangerous, big-hitting, young lefty. Uh, 6-3, 6-3. Shiyu Wang led by a break in both sets. And lost both sets. Lost in straights. Uh, just like in Hamburg, Palermo, they know what's up. Uh, their two wild cards, Cosireto, Sara Arani, they played each other. Oh, but safe draws are not fixed. Uh, these are totally random. Uh, please miss me with all of that nonsense. Thank you. Uh, Cosireto Irani, that's a way to guarantee at least one player, it's uh, one Italian player, is going to make it to the second round. And in that case, it was Cosireto. She beat Irani 6-1, 6-love. That is disgusting. Carol Garcia against Chloe Paquet. Please uh, make a note of this. Chloe Paquet is one of the worst players on tour. Uh, Carol Garcia served for the first set at 5-3 and got broke and lost that set in a tiebreak. But obviously, Chloe Paquet being one of the worst players on tour, uh, Carol Garcia was able to win the rest of the way 6-2, 6-2. <sighs> Rebecca Masaroba, the qua Spanish qualifier, versus Shuai Zhang, the number three seed, the Zhang banger. Um, Masaroba led by a break twice in the first set and served for the first set, lost it in a tiebreak. In the second set, she led by a double break. Do she led in the second set by a double break. And lost that set in a tiebreak. She lost in straights. She served for the first set. And in the second set had a double break lead. And and she lost in straights. <coughs> uh, Jasmine Paulini playing in Italy. This is surprising. But she's playing Schmidlova. Schmidlova led to love. And from two love. She lost 12 of the next 14 games. Uh... Just, you know, some normal sort of score sequences. From 2-love, um, she lost 6 of the next 7 games in the first set. So that's um, basically 6-1 from 2-love up. Lost at 6-3. And then in the second set, she lost 6-1. Grabber, the lucky loser. Look, she's an erratic, sort of reckless, impatient, undisciplined player. Um, but when she's playing well, she's kind of scary on clay. I mean, not if you're Iga Shiontek, of course, but in a tournament like this, she can definitely make some noise. Uh, as a look, lucky loser beat Shin Yu Wang. Shin Yu Wang, the right-handed, uh, pale, big-hitting, young Chinese player. Uh, Asya Muhammad, the uh, American qualifier who didn't have to play her second round match in qualies because Louisa Shuriko, her fellow American, uh, withdrew. So she, she sort of got a bye or a walkover uh, into the main draw. And she faced Nuria Perez Diaz, who at the moment is horrible, in horrible form. God, God fucking horrible form. Um... And Nuria Perez Diaz was really acting funny, but sh and, and look, man, this girl Asia Muhammad is horrible. Uh, she's a doubles player, and a really shit one, to be honest. At that, like, she's not even a singles player, and she's not even a good doubles player. Like Sinyakova or Krishikova or whoever, she is a god 
awful doubles player. And here playing singles against the 8 seed Naria Prezes Diaz. Naria Prezes Diaz was honestly acting really funny. But I guess this win looks good because she came back from a set and a breakdown to win in three. <sighs> Fuck, man. Clara Burel versus Anna Bondar. Anna Bondar, last that we saw of her, uh, she committed a crime and a huge disaster in Budapest, her home country, her home tournament. Uh, led, obviously, Bernarda Pera 3-0. Obviously, meant nothing. Magdalena Freck, by the way, today led Krzykova 3-0. Obviously, it meant nothing. Um, and guess what? Clara Burel today led uh, Anna Bondar 3-0. It meant nothing. She lost the set 4-6. Uh, Clara Burel led 3-love. And then got broke back. And then broke again for 4-2. Was serving for 5-2. She was up 4-2. Serving for 5-2 after being up 3-love, and at 4-2, serving for 5-2, she got broken to love, and that was 4-3, she got held to 40, had a break point for 4-4, four, four, got broke, and then got held 6-4, so from 4-2 up, serving for 5-2, she lost 6-4, four, 4-6, four, um, and then got broke immediately, to start the second set from 30 love up. Uh, Bondar won 6-4, 6-4. This shit is brutal. We see this multiple times a day. Uh, we shouldn't really see this more more than once every two weeks. Uh, okay, and, and for the sake of, of uh, you know, give you know benefit of the doubt or whatever, being generous or whatever, uh, once a week. I'm going to say once a week we can see shit like this happen. Not even once a day. Not eight times in one day. You see shit like this happen. <coughs> Stay calm, safe. Um, Pana Udvardi beat wildcard Luisa Stefanini, the Italian, uh, 6176. Uh... I got a lesson from my good friend Thomas on Twitter uh, from France on how to uh, on 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 some on some advice uh, on how to pronounce some of these French names that have apparently uh, been butchered. The only one I can, um, I mean, I can pronounce a couple. I mean, I think Alizé Cornet. I do a really good job there. Uh, Ossien Dodin. I don't think that's very tricky. Uh, Caroline Garcia. I don't think that's very tricky either. Uh, Diane Paris, I think that's okay. But apparently, this girl that I've been calling Jean Jean, like Billie Jean, you know, Michael Jackson or Billie Jean King, I've been butchering. Uh, I guess it's Jean, 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 Leolia, Jean, Jean, not Jean Jean, Jean, Jean. This girl, Jean-Jean, beat Elena in Albon, 6-2, 6-4. Look, guys, Anna Bogdan versus Sara Soribes Tormo. I'm not going to talk about this. I, I, I can't, because I can't. It's either a heart attack or I'm going to make your ears pop from how much I'm screaming and then probably get a heart attack. So I'm, I'm not going to talk about this match. I'm so sorry. This I, I will have to move on from this. All I'm going to say is... Uh, that this shit is incredible. Please go watch it on YouTube. I'm sure you'll find it. Um, 
I mean, look, look at the. Oh, and it's like just so. Like, what's the word? It's just so convenient or ironic or just what a coincidence that it, it involved Sarasuriva's Tormo of all people. You know what I mean? It just, just sort of adds to the bullshit and the nonsense and the brutality. It's like, oh, of course it's Sarasuriva's Tormo, you know? Anyway, moving on from that. Uh, Bigu versus the qualifier, uh, Basols Ribeiro from Spain. Look, I was really... Um, I, I was sort of looking at this line. It, it There was a lot of late money coming in, I guess, on uh, Basols Ribeiro. I don't usually not pay attention to that i mean sometimes i do pay attention to it but i it, it like for me ultimately it means nothing it doesn't really factor into my any of my decisions or or, or influence me in any way i just find it interesting i guess but basos ribeiro um her line was 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 sort of moving um uh i guess money going in on her against bigu um she did cover and from a set down, actually, she was up a break in the decider, but uh, Bigu did well. But obviously, we shouldn't give her too much credit because she should never really be in that position, right? To come back from a break in the decider as the sixth seed against someone called Basol Ribera. But, I mean, credit where credit's due, I guess, whatever. Bigu is through to the second round. Oceano Dan last year in Lausanne, uh, sorry, last week in Lausanne, disaster in the first round against Suzanne Bandecki. Uh, Dodan, similar to Camilla Giorgi, sometimes you feel like she's not really a tennis player, like her head is not really in the game, uh, f figuratively, of course. Um, it's like modeling, my Instagram, the fashion, my clothing line or whatever. Um... But she was playing against an Italian player in Italy, so of course she won. And it was qualifier two, this girl called Paletti. And it, w it wasn't easy either. I mean, Doda, this is really bad, actually. This is really bad. 6-4-7-5, Doda. Diane Perry against Lauren Davis. <laughs> Diane Perry was up 5-2, serving for the set. God broke. She was up 5-4, serving for the set again, got broke. Found herself in a tiebreak after being 5-2 up and serving for the set. Thank God she won that tiebreak, man. Otherwise, we would not have won a bet today. Because 100% she would have went on to lose uh, the match. Uh, I mean, it was she was clearly the better player. It was clearly the right bet. But most of the time, or, or these days, I guess, that doesn't really matter. It doesn't mean much at all. Um, but again, even though she won, she, like she won the set, she won the match, she won in straights. Uh, this shit is brutal, man. Uh, yeah, it's it's enough, you know. It's an, it's enough of that. Dan Perry's through to the second round. Uh, Putin Seva, the second seat. Uh, you know, honestly, I'm surprised at how straightforward some of these Putin Seva wins are. Cause honestly, usually you don't really see that from her, even when she's a favorite. But six three six one against lucky loser Jamie Fordless. So the second round is set in Palermo. Um, no matches have been played. I guess they're more organized than those people in Germany who just do some weird shit. Just have like a couple first round matches on a Sunday and then play some second round matches before first round matches are even done with on a Tuesday. Who the fuck does that, man? 
and give wild cards to the young kids, but let the old girls play uh, callies. Ah, fucking Germans, man. Anyway, um, so Palermo, yeah, here are our second round matchups. Uh, starting from the top of the draw, Avenician versus Bronzetti, that's a good one. Uh, Cosiretto versus Caro Garcia, uh, fuck me, man, that's disgusting. Shuai Zhang versus Jasmine Paulini, fuck me, man, that is disgusting. Grabber versus Nuria Perez Diaz, fuck me, that is brutal. Anna Bondar versus Pana Utvardi, all Hungarian matchup, that is disgusting. Leolia Jean 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 versus Saros Ribas Tormo. I'm actually gonna throw up. Uh, Bigu versus Ocean Dodin. I mean, that's not that bad. I mean, compared to the rest, at least, but it's definitely not good. And Dayan Perry versus Yule Putinseva, which I think is, is probably the only good match on the board, along with Avenesian and Bronzetti all the way in the top, but that features an Italian player in Italy. Oh, sorry. I mean, look, look, guys, I'm really trying to not be negative. Like, I'm not trying to be positive and, and fake all happy, happy. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm just not trying to be negative. Like, that's that's my main focus here. I just can't do it. Really, I can't do it. Uh, truly. <clears throat> I mean, it's fucking disgusting, some of these matches. I mean, Cosiaretto, Caro Garcia. Come on, man. I've had enough of these guys. And Z the Zhang Banger and Jasmine Paulini, like, this is really bad. Grabber, Nuria Prezes Diaz, Bondar Udvardi, <sighs> Saras Ribestormo versus Jean Jean. Oh my god, man. My god, Bigo Dudin. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. That's enough. That's enough moaning. It's okay. On to the next. We can now talk about the. Um, uh, what what the slate tomorrow looks like, and we'll talk about uh, our lines and and then talk about the matches and discuss our picks. Okay. So starting with Hamburg, we have five matches tomorrow. Uh. uh in a second round, in a in a in a thirty-two player draw, the second round is only eight matches because there are only sixteen players left. Um, and three were played today, so there's the the remainder of the fifth uh, second round. The, the remaining five matches of the second round are all going to be played tomorrow. So I guess they're going to try and wrap up early here in Hamburg because they can play the quarterfinals as soon as Thursday. Uh, semis on s Friday and then the final on Saturday, which is usually on a Sunday. Okay, but anyway, five matches tomorrow in Hamburg. First up, Alexandra Krunic versus Alexandra Sasnovich. The Battle of the Alexandras, I said that uh, Krunic, I... I don't really want to, but if she was minus one twenty or better, I'd better I'd or bet if she was minus one twenty or better, I'd bet her. Uh, and she's minus one ten, so I'm betting her against Sasnovich Krunic minus one ten. Fuck me, man! I think it looks good. Uh, Potapova's minus five and a half games under nineteen and a half against Maria Lourdes Carle. Uh, I'm gonna tread very lightly and bet. Uh, Either one of those, maybe both, probably not both, probably just one of them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But no, uh, against... Look, Maria Lourdes Carly, like, she's... She impressed that she beat Ivalice in the first round, but, like, she wasn't good. You know what I mean? But it was... 
sort of kind of impressive but not but at the same time not really but Potapova just too good and I, I think should should keep it going here even though she's playing against a rat and and uh, we know how that goes could give her a headache could give her a hard time could turn into 2015 Serena Williams if Potapova slips up uh, Zanevska our girl of the week here in Hamburg against Alexandra Kadantu Ignatic we're gonna bet Zanevska minus three and a half should be good <laughs> Bernardo Perez minus five and a half against Zuger. Uh, no, thank you. We're we're just gonna we're just gonna pass on that one, okay? And Annette Contevate is minus four and a half against Rebecca Peterson, one of the worst players on tour. Um, it looks like the two zero here for Annette Contevate is is affordable. It's minus one twenty five, and I think we're gonna be betting that, okay? Um. I usually I would also like to take some minus four and a half because maybe you drop the first set or you drop one set, but uh, you sort of make it up for the spread in in the other two sets that you win. Uh, but I feel like if this goes three, I don't think Contevate will be able to lay the hurt on on Petrison. So it's I think it's either two zero or a bust here uh, as far as these lines go. So yeah, Contevate two zero I think looks good. Just betting the four out of the five matches in Hamburg tomorrow. Krunic minus 110. Uh, Potapova minus five and a half and or under 19 and a half. Zanevska minus three and a half. Looks really good. And Kontovate in straights. Okay. By the way, Krunic and Sasnovich have met once before on a hard court in China. Krunic won. Zanevska Kadantu. Uh, two and two. Uh, they split against each other. Uh, over over the years in ITF and, and, and things like that. Um, and all the other players I've never met before. On to Palermo. Palermo, like normal people, they're they're gonna have a day one and day two of the of, of the second round for today and and four on the Thursday and then quarterfinal on Friday, semis on Saturday and final on Sunday. Like uh, like a regular two fifty. You know, like a like a like normal people, not like those Germans or whatever. <coughs> so f only four matches, uh, only f four half of the second round matches tomorrow. The the other four, the other half, will play on Thursday. So in Palermo tomorrow, we have first up Bigo versus Dodin. One and one against each other, bo uh, both at slams. Uh, one at Wimbledon, Dodin won in three sets. And one at the Australian Open, Beagle won at three sets. So both matches went to three sets. Both went over, obviously, and they split them. Uh, both at slams. Uh, one on hardcourt, one on grass, neither on clay. Mm -hmm. Beagle is minus four and a half games, and I think we're going to have to bet that. Really, Oceano, that I'm not liking anything from what I'm seeing, and I'm not feeling good about her at all. Uh, Beagle should be too good for her. Too much, too good. Anna Bondar versus Pana Udvardi uh, tomorrow here in uh, in Italy in Palermo. It's gonna have to be a pass. I'm gonna pass on this all Hungarian affair. Uh, Leolia Jean Jean versus Saros Ribas Tormo. You know it's gonna be a pass. I'm sorry, and that leaves Shuai Zhang versus Jasmine Paulini. Uh, you you know what the rule says. I don't bet Jasmine Paulini matches. Okay, and I think Shuizang needs to be added to that list too, because honestly, excuse my language, fuck that bitch. Really.
So just the one bet tomorrow and, and the four matches. Uh, honestly, maybe two bets and the one match out of the four matches. Uh, Bigo minus four and a half and her straight sets win both look really good. Okay. So only nine matches tomorrow. A lot of passes. Maybe more passes than usual, but I'm, I'm sure you understand. Some of, some of these, especially the ones in Palermo and the one in Hamburg, uh, Bernardo Pera versus Zuger. I mean, yeah, I'm sure it's understandable. Um, that is all for today. I really hope that um, things take a left turn here for the better. Uh, for a lot of reasons. For, for bankroll, for mood, for energy, uh, for health really both mental and physical like physio like physiologically like blood pressure heart rate through the roof and it's it's not really healthy and, and it's not sustainable i can i really cannot keep up like this okay but on a more serious note um really really excited for the for well clearly not this week or or honestly next week but at the end of the month uh, you know dc and then san jose uh, Toronto, Montreal, Cincinnati, some of these player lists look incredible, the entry list, sorry, um, and this North American hardcore swing, the US Open series, whatever, it should all be pretty good, we'll have our, you know, familiar faces back, the, the top dogs, the big names, uh, the real players, okay, so, yep, uh, that is all for today, thank you so much for listening, this has been the safe space, as always, best of luck to us, and I'll see you guys tomorrow.